What's up, Kingdom Talkers, and welcome to the Kingdom Talk Podcast, a podcast that talks about the Kingdom of God. Grab your Bibles and grab your journals, and let's get ready to talk Kingdom Talk. Let's say a quick prayer before we dive into the Word. Father God, we just want to say thank you for being who you are. Jireh, Yahweh, the King of all kings, names above all names. Father God, we just thank you for this time that that we're getting ready to encounter with you, oh God. God, as we get ready to come into your presence, oh God, may you just open up our minds, our hearts, and our souls to receive you, oh God. God, I rebuke any distractions, I rebuke any doubt, any fear, anything that is standing against this moment, standing against your word, anything that doesn't align with you, oh God. I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, may you just decrease us and increase you, oh God. Have your way in this moment, God. God, we need your word. God, we need your presence. God, we need your love, oh God. And we just need you in every area of our lives. So, Father God, we pray that we encounter you. We 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 pray that we don't close ourselves up or put up a wall when the word gets uncomfortable or when we're feeling shame and doubt. Because you're trying to teach us something, oh God. So teach us in this moment. We love you and we thank you again. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. What's up, Kingdom Talkers? And welcome back to another episode on the Kingdom Talk Podcast. Today's episode is titled, God is going to show you how great he is. And we'll be coming from the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verses 24 through 32. God spoke to me and said many of his sons and daughters have forgotten how great he is because of what's against them. Many of us have been focusing on what's against us instead of focusing on who is with us. And God said in order for him to show you how great he is, he has to send you into a storm. He has to send you um, send you into a hardship. He has to send you into the very thing that is coming against you. So when we dive over to Matthew um, chapter 14, verses 24 through 32, this is where Jesus walks on water. And this is a very known, very popular um, chapter um, everyone, you know, knows about when Jesus walks on water to show Peter who he is and how great he is. But what God revealed to me is he said, there's a teaching moment that he want to teach you during this storm. There's a teaching moment. There are things that God is trying to teach you in this season, in this storm, in the hardships, in the frustration, in the depression and anxiety and the health struggles that you may be facing today. He said, for my sons and daughters, I'm trying to teach them something in this storm because the storm has a purpose. So I'm going to go ahead and read Matthew 14 verses 24 to 32. And then how God broke this down to me is he gave me three things that he wants to teach you um, when you're going through a storm or when you're just going and living your everyday life. And so let's go ahead and just read it. And it starts with verse 24. It reads, 
and the boat was a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because, um, because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. Whew. That is definitely a good chapter or a, a good, um, it's good scriptures, it's good knowledge, it's, it's good word is just so good because what Jesus was trying to do was he was trying to show Peter and the disciples how great he is, who he is. He was trying to show them how great he is. And I feel like the only way how God sometimes can teach us this is if he put us in a storm. If he puts us in a storm, because if you're not familiar with um, this chapter, um, or the, or these verses, like you, um, should know that Jesus was the one that, um, had made them go into the boat and go ahead of him. And while he was dismissing the crowd, cause mind you, he had just fed, um, all of those people with bread and, um, uh, fish. And so he was dismissing, he was dismissing the crowd and after he um, dismissed them, he went up on the mountain side to pray. And that's when he seen them at a considerable distance. So from Matthew 14, verses 24 through 25, the first thing Jesus wants, wants to teach you is he will never let you get too far away from him. As I was reading verses 24 through 25, I noticed that Jesus said, and the boat was already a, cons a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was uh, against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. So yes, Jesus sent them an end to the storm. Yes, Jesus let them get a considerable distance, but he didn't let them get too far in the storm. He, he didn't let them get too far away from him. And what Jesus wants to teach us is in this season, in this hardship, in this storm that you, you may be facing today, know that he is not going to let you get too far away from him. See, sometimes when we're going through the hardships and, and going through the stormy seasons, we feel like we have to turn our backs on God and we feel like that we're too far away from him because we're going through so much just depression and anxiety and financial struggle and health struggle and family uh, issues. Just all these things are going on in your life. And now you're thinking 
that I'm too far away from God. Because sometimes we think that when we are close to God, that everything is supposed to go good. Everything gets peaches and creamy. And God said, even when you are a, a, a considerable distance away from me, I'm not going to let you get too far away from me. Yes, I see what you're going through. Yes, I see the hardships. And every, I'm the one that put you in the storm. I'm the one that put you in that uncomfortable place. I'm the one that put you in that isolation. And I'm not going to let you get too far away from me. But I want to teach you that. I want to teach you that, yes, you may be going through things that I already know about because I sent you in a storm. But what he's saying is, I'm not I'm not going to let you get too far away from him. I'm going to come and get you. I'm, I'm going to come and rescue you. I'm going to come and save you. So we have to stop thinking that when we're going through hardships and storms, that we are too far away from God, that we feel like God is not close, that God is not with us. But he is with us because his word says that he will never leave or forsake us. So let's go over to a reference scripture, Deuteronomy 31.6. And this is in the um, NIV version. It said, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. Who is your them? Who are you terrified and afraid of? He said, for the Lord your God goes with you. The Lord, your God, goes with you and he will never leave nor forsake you. You are not too far away from God. You are in a perfect reach, a perfect distance. And Jesus is walking on water to come to you. Ooh, I don't know who needs to hear that, but I'm going to say it again for you. You are not too away from God. You are in a perfect reach, perfect distance, and Jesus is walking on water to come to you, to come save you, to come rescue you, to come renew you, to come restore you. Jesus is walking on water to come to you. So that's the first thing that Jesus wants to teach us, that he will never let you let us get too far away from him. You are in a considerable distance. You are in a perfect reach. Uh, uh, you are in a perfect distance. And Jesus is walking on, on water to come to you. As I dove deeper in, into this word, the second thing that Jesus wanted to uh, teach um, us is when you forget, Jesus reminds. And let's go ahead and go down to Matthew uh, chapter 14, verses 26 to 27, because this is where God revealed to me is he said, when you forget, I remind when you forget how great I am, when you forget who's your provider, when you forget who's your refugee, when you forget who I am, I'm going to remind you who I am. So verse 26 and 27, it reads real quickly. It says, when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. They just seen Jesus. They have been with Jesus for quite a while now. Some of us has been with Jesus or on this walk with Jesus for quite a while now. We know who he is. We know his fragrance. We know his presence. But when we are in a storm, when we are in a hardship, 
we we tend to forget who he is. They was in a storm that they thought that Jesus was, that Jesus was a ghost. They thought that Jesus wasn't Jesus because they was going through a storm. Although they just see seen him feed the five thousand, they have been with him. They know who Jesus is. They seen him. They is around him. They know his voice. But when they enter in a storm, when it was in the storm, they forgot who Jesus was. They thought that Jesus was a ghost. And it's the same thing that we do when we are in a storm and a hardship or in a battle. We forget who Jesus is. We forget who our God is. We forget that he said he'll never leave or forsake us. We forget that he is Jireh, the provider, Yahweh, name above all names, king of all kings. We forget who Jesus is. But God is such a good father that when we forget, he reminds because he immediately told them, Take courage. It is I. It is I. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Jesus is coming to you to rescue you. He is walking on water to come and save you, to come and renew you, to come and restore you. But we have to remember who he is. We have to remember who he is. And Jesus is trying to teach us when you forget, I'm going to remind you. Every time when you forget, I'm going to remind because I need for you to know who I am and how great I am. I, I need for you to know who your father is. I need for you to know where you came from. I need for you to know that you are a child of God, that you are a part of, of the kingdom. Despite on what's going on, despite of the storm and your circumstances and, and what's going on in the physical realm and in the spiritual realm, I need to show you who or I, um, I need to remind you who I am because you have forgotten who I am. So let God teach you who he is. When you forget, he is going to remind you. When you forget who he is, when you're going through a storm, when, you, when you're going through a hard battle, even when you're going through, when, even when you're getting blessed and everything is going good and you're at the top of the mountain and everything is going well in your life, we tend to forget as well. We have to remember who Jesus is. We have to remember who we are and where we came from. And he's such a good father that, that he said, when you forget, I'm going to constantly remind you who I am. Hmm, that is so good. That is so good. So then, so this is going to be the, the um, third and last thing that um, we're going to discuss about what God want, wants to teach you in this season that you're going um, through, in this storm that you're going through. And the third thing that Jesus wants to teach you is to cry out to him in your time of trouble because he is the only one that can rescue you. He is the only one that can rescue you. When I dove um, deeper into the word and I got down to verses 30 and 31, it reads, but when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? And I wrote in my Bible, I said, do I cry out when I need Jesus? 
And then as I was studying and preparing the word, God said, I need to teach my sons and daughters that they need to cry out to me. They, they, they need to cry out to the one that can save them, the one that can rescue him. No one else came. And it doesn't say in these verses that no one else came, that he sent for someone else to come and save them. No, Jesus came, walked on water. And when Peter was beginning to doubt, when Peter was beginning to sink, and when Peter cried out, Jesus was the one that saved him. No one else saved him. No one else came and grabbed him and pulled him up. So that shows us that when we cry out to him, that he listens. When we cry out to him, that he comes uh, to rescue us because he's the only one that can do it. Some of us has been stuck in the days or stuck in our minds or looking for the wrong things or the wrong people to come and rescue us. We are looking for our parents. We're looking for the pornography. We're looking for the money. We're looking for the degree. We're looking for social media. We're looking for the trends. We're looking for the wrong things, the wrong people to come and rescue us. The only person that, that can rescue you from any storm, any battle that you go through is Jesus. Now, yes, sometimes he may use people or things of this world or a little quote off of Instagram or a, a little video that you may come across on TikTok. Absolutely. But we have to remember the source, which is Jesus, because everything else is a resource. So when we are in a time of trouble, who do we cry out to? Who do you cry out to? Or what do you cry out to, I shall say? Because that thing, that person cannot save you, cannot rescue you from this storm, from this battle, from what you're going through. They don't have the answer. And it reminds me of the woman with the issue of uh, blood when she was bleeding out and she went to the doctor and she went to this person and went to that person and went to this person. And ultimately, the only one that can heal her was God. The only one that healed her, that she was having an um, issue of blood, I, I, I think for 12 years. And the only one that ended up healing her is, G is God, is Jesus. So stop running to the wrong things. Stop running to the wrong people. And this is such a hard thing for us to do because in the middle of our frustration or our doubt or our worry or our fear, like we instantly say, because I, well, I'm going to speak for me personally. I know I say or think, oh, let me call my mom or oh, let me call my wife or oh, let me call my friend or let me reach out to my prayer group. And although, yes, those are my resources, I have to go to the source first. I, I have to go to the source first because then he will let me know if I need to go to this person or go to that person or I don't need to go to nobody and he got it all under control. So the last thing that which is so, so important is remembering who to cry out to because he is the only one that can rescue you. We're going to end with the ending scripture um, Matthew 14, verse 32. This is going to be our ending scripture. And I'm going to quickly read it and then give you the ending of this. And I hope that this word is speaking to you right now because it's definitely speaking to me. 
verse 32, it says, um, and when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Have you let God get in your boat yet? Who are you letting in your boat? Who are you letting get into your boat? Are um, could it be that the wrong people or the wrong things are in your boat right now? Because the wind is still going. The wind is still buffering. But when Jesus gets in, into your boat, the wind die down. When Jesus gets in, in, into your boat, the winds go away. When Jesus gets into your boat, the blessing comes. When Jesus gets in, into your boat, the healing comes. When Jesus gets in, into your boat, the renewing comes. Check your boat. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Check your boat. Then those, um, then they go on to read, um, I know I, I said verse, I said, I said verse 32, but it's actually verse 32, uh, through verse 33. So it said, then those who were in the boat worship him saying, truly, you are the son of God. So after Jesus got in, into the boat and they seen that the wind died down and the waves and everything just died down. They, those that was in the boat, worshiped him saying, truly, you are the son of God. The purpose of that storm, the purpose of God doing that, the purpose of God sending them into that storm is because he wanted them to know and he wanted to show them how great he is. He wanted to show them how great he is. He, he wanted to show them that even though I sent you in the storm, I am still that great to come and rescue you. I am still powerful. I am still a good father that I'm going to come and rescue you. Because in the Bible, it says that we will face many trials, many troubles of many kinds. But take heart because Jesus has overcame the world. So we are going to face storms. We are going to face battles. But we have to let God show us how great he is. We have to remember um, who is with us instead of focusing on what's against us. We are focusing on what's coming against us. Oh, the mental health, the health struggle, the finances, the shame and the guilt. But remember who is with us, which is the father. He said that he would never leave or forsake us. So my question to you is, have you been letting God show, show you how great he is? Yes, I know you're going through a lot right now. I know it's tough. I know you don't think that you can make a way out of this. I know that you are getting ready to give up. I know. But have you been letting God show you how great he is? Even in the storm, even in the depression and anxiety, and sometimes the suicidal thoughts, even when there's no, um, when when you feel like that you're not going to be able to to provide for your family because your finances are low, even when the wind come against you, are you going to let God show you how great He is? Are you going to let God into your boat? It's time for God to get into your boat because he want to come and rescue you. He want to die down that stormy season. He want to die down the winds that's going on in your life that is coming against you. But could it be that you are letting the wrong things and wrong people in your boat?
Let God show you how great he is. Remember, you are in a perfect reach, a perfect distance, and Jesus is walking on water to come to you. Let's pray out. Father God, we thank you for this word. We thank you for this fresh anointing. We, we thank you for everything that you have done in this time that we have encountered with you, oh God. God, we want to we want to allow for you to show us how great you are. God, we need to be reminded. God, we need to know who to cry out to when we're in a time of trouble. God, we need to remember that every storm, everything that you put us through, everything that you sent us in, oh God, that it has a purpose. God, remind us of who you are. Remind us of your word and allow for us to apply this word in our everyday lives. When the wind is coming against us, this day is a perfect time for us to allow for you to show us how great you are. Despite of the wind, of the storm, of the mental illness, of the things and the people all of this world that's going around, the circumstances that we see, God, you are forever and will be a great father. God, you will forever be powerful. Nothing comes back to you void, oh God. So I pray for each individual that is listening now, that will listen later, that you teach them something in the storm that, that they're going through, that they're able to endure the storm that they're going through, that you remind them simply how great you are and that you are still on the phone, that you are still moving and still working despite on the circumstances or what's going to wrong, what's going to on around them in the physical realm. Because in the spiritual realm, in your eyes, in your kingdom, in your ways, everything is working out for their good. God, we thank you for this word. We thank you for your presence. We never take it for granted. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to another episode on the Kingdom Talk podcast. I pray that this word touch your heart, touch your soul, and I just pray that um, you are able to apply it to your everyday lives. Um, if you want to go ahead and follow me on my Instagram at the Kenna Talk underscore and go ahead and share this podcast episode, um, share it to a, a person that you know needs to hear this. And remember that we will forever talk Kenna Talk. I will see you guys or <laughs> I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.